Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 502. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about how to be savvy with debt, because here's what keeps happening. I keep finding people who get really triggered about debt. And what I mean by that is there is this opinion now that all debt is bad and it has to be paid off immediately no matter what. And there's not rational thinking around the use of debt. And that's what I want to talk about today because debt can be a very powerful tool. I always go back and say that millionaires know this and there used to be a term called other people's money or OPM that was written about a lot when I was growing up. Whenever I would read books about millionaires or autobiographies of millionaires or they would write about how they created their wealth, there usually was a component about other people's money and they were either borrowing from the bank or they were borrowing from anywhere they could to get some money together to make some investments. And we've gone from that to people being mired in debt a lot because I think of student debt and student loans that have just saddled people with debt. And of course the laws being enacted that that cannot even be removed even in a situation of bankruptcy, that they are connected to the person for their entire life. And it's just not right. But I think we had that, we've had these incredibly high interest rates on credit cards that are usury to me. I don't remember cards having, you know, 25, 28% interest rates when I was growing up that was called usury and was illegal. We have, you know, all this craziness with debt that's happened. And yet there's still some good debt and good debt is your home mortgage debt because the interest rates are very low. We had 0% interest rates for years and years, and we had very low mortgage rates, you know, two and a half, three percent, three and a half percent. Now we're just at 5%. And remember, part of that is tax deductible if you itemize. So how is a 5% interest rate such an evil thing? And why do people just get triggered that they have to pay their mortgage off when they're only paying 3.5% interest or 5% interest? Why is that triggering people to make them think that is just a terrible thing? And again, part of it's even tax deductible. So the government's helping you pay some of that. Well, I think it's because we're getting debt all jumbled together and we're just thinking that debt is evil somehow, rather than really being savvy about how we choose to use debt and what we use it for and making sure that we're using it, number one, for appreciating assets, things that go up in value, 
making sure we're not just using it to buy clothes or cars or things that depreciate in value that are gonna be worth a fraction of what we paid for them, and yet we're gonna to have to be paying on them for years. So something that loses value versus a home that has typically gone up in value, doesn't always, but homes have tended to go up in value over the longer term. So they've also tended to be good investments, but homes have also been great forced savings plans because if you borrow $300,000, you're gonna be paying that off and that $300,000 of debt is someday going to be $300,000 of equity that you have. So you're actually going to have a forced savings plan that's gonna make sure that you have $300,000 in the future. And that's a good thing. Over on Instagram, I post some different wealth tips a couple times a day. And so I get comments from people. And recently I had a comment from someone who said, you know, I heard a recent podcast of mine stating that paying a home mortgage off in 15 years wasn't a strategy of mine. We paid ours off in 14 and immediately started putting the same payment into 529 plans for our kids six years ago. We will have fully funded in-state college for both children by the time they go. It's a successful strategy for us. And I said, good for you. But how about your retirement plan? Because here was my point about funding your house or putting all that money into your house to pay off your mortgage. My point was that your retirement plan investments need to be funded before paying off your mortgage, in my opinion. Since your home mortgage is partly tax deductible and the lowest interest rate, which is true, your home is always your lowest interest rate that the bank will give you because you have the least chance of losing your house. You're gonna pay off your mortgage before you pay some other bills. So you have a very low chance of losing your house and the bank knows you're gonna do that. So they give you a very favorable interest rate. So back to what I said, uh, since your home mortgage is partly tax deductible and the lowest interest rate, it's not in a rush to be paid off. I am speaking strictly from the perspective of wanting to maximize your wealth building. To become financially free requires investing to build wealth and have funds to provide income without a job. If your money goes toward paying off your mortgage, that is hard to do. Dollars are tied up unproductively in home equity instead of compounding at a higher rate. Again, my motive is to teach how to maximize your wealth building. Your choices are up to you. And the reason I said that is because some people really feel like they have to get their house paid off and feel like they don't have peace of mind unless their home is paid off. Well, I guess I can understand some people feeling that way, but there really isn't any need to feel that way as long as you have enough income to pay your mortgage each month. It shouldn't be anything that you're worrying about. You're totally in control on that. So it's only if you don't have a steady income or you feel like you don't have enough savings that you'd be able to pay your mortgage. But hopefully you can get rid of some of that fear of not having your home paid off because as long as you have it paid off by the time you're retired, you're in good shape. And that's what you should really shoot for is having your mortgage paid off around the time that you retire. So she came back and wrote, okay, I understand and thanks for the reply. Retirement accounts looking very good right now. I've contributed for 24 years, maxing out 
for way over half the time and always had company match. I'm 47 now. Paying off our mortgage was one of the best decisions we ever made, so I think I'm always defending the decision, LOL. I've listened to your podcast for over a year and definitely want to pick up your book when I'm done and with the one I'm finishing right now. And I said, good for you. Sounds like you've realized your inner wealth heiress. You may have a higher income than most people that allowed you to accomplish all of that, but you made great choices and glad to see you're happy with your decisions. So I think that, you know, again, I just want to say, be savvy with your debt decisions because you have the ability to loan at a very low interest rate on your home, lock that in for 30 years. Don't be getting an adjustable rate now because rates are going up. So lock that in for 30 years and don't feel bad about having a home mortgage. There's nothing wrong with having a home mortgage. I just want you to be thinking about what interest rates are you paying and you know, making sure that you're making the right moves. Uh, someone else was writing to me about wanting to get started investing, but they said they had credit card debt. And I said, you know, pay down the credit card debt. That's going to be your best investment. If you're getting charged 18% interest, it's very hard to make 18% in an investment. And so by paying off the 18% card, you don't have to pay that interest rate. It's like earning 18%. So that would be the best place for your money. So those are the kinds of savvy things I want you to think about is, you know, what is the interest rate you're being charged? Where is the best use of your money? Should you be locking your money up in a home by paying off all of your mortgage or should you be starting your retirement fund? Because you see, if you pay off your house, when are you gonna get your retirement fund started? And you need a retirement fund to be able to retire. So another comment, over on Instagram was from Angela. She said, thank you, Linda. People need to hear this information about not paying off their mortgages so quickly and passing up the opportunity to put some money into investments. Your example of dividing your monthly payment into 12 and then applying that amount monthly is so smart and doable for most people. I understand the peace of mind that comes with having no mortgage, but there is also peace of mind in seeing your investments grow as it compounds over time. You can never get that time of compound growth back. It does not have to be the all or nothing approach, especially with such low mortgage interest rates coupled with many employers contributing to a 401k. Wow, Angela, I could not have said it better. You said it so perfectly and succinctly. Thank you. And having, I know you just read my book and you get it. You get exactly my point and what I'm talking about. And here's a little something else from my book that really, I think, hits it home. So this is from page 99, and this section is called, Should You Pay Off Your Mortgage? And I said, I'm often asked whether or not you should pay off your mortgage. As I mentioned before, the disadvantage of paying off a mortgage is you do not have use of money for investments. If your home was worth $400,000 and you paid it off, $400,000 is not available to invest. Let's assume you put down 25% or $100,000 and are considering using $300,000 to pay off your mortgage. If you invest it, instead of paying off the mortgage, that $300,000 could grow to $1,253,174 in 15 years and 5234 
$8,820 in 30 years based on a 10% return over time in the stock market. And then I deduct out the interest that you're going to be saving by paying off your mortgage. So I said, actually, it's only fair to take into account the interest you would have saved by paying off the 15 and 30 year mortgage. For 15 year mortgage, you would have saved a little over half a million. Subtract the interest you don't have to pay. And basically, you still have a net advantage of $2,176,000. So what I'm saying here is not that I can guarantee you 10% in the stock market, but what I am saying is that is the historical rate of return over the long term that you can expect to make. And having your money invested and compounding at a higher rate for you is what's going to get you your retirement plan funded. It's what's going to grow your wealth. Making a different decision with your money and what to do with debt is, in this case, worth millions of dollars in difference to you. So yes, it's up to you. If you can't sleep at night and you absolutely have to pay off your mortgage, I understand. But I am saying consider that there is a different strategy than this idea of your mortgage is bad and has to go right now. I really think that's a huge mistake that people are making to not think this through, to not be savvy with your lowest interest rate possible, which is your home mortgage, to keep that intact and have a 5% fixed rate for 30 years, I think is genius. You know, someday rates are gonna be 10% again, and someday rates are gonna be 15% again. It may not be for another 10 or 15 years, but someday we're gonna look back and say, when interest rates were 3.5%, 4%, 5%, and I could lock it in for 30 years, why didn't I? Why didn't I borrow to the hilt at 3.5%? Because that is a very low interest rate. And again, partially tax deductible even. So I want you to be savvy with debt. I want you to really think it through. I want you to think about what are the high interest rates that you need to get rid of. That's always going to be your credit card debt. You always want to get rid of that debt. But with your home mortgage, please, let's not be triggered and think that there's something wrong with having a mortgage. It was set up originally to help people afford a home to live in, which is a tremendous benefit. It's been the American dream for years and years, and there are phenomenal advantages, not just for savings and not just potential investment, but also just a lot of satisfaction with being able to be in your own home versus renting someone else's home. Nothing wrong with renting someone else's home, but it feels completely different when it's yours. So let's think about what makes the most sense. Let's think about being savvy with interest rates, with debt, with what you're using debt for, and those things are going to further your wealth. If you wanna get connected with me on Instagram, we're having an interesting dialogue over there as you can see. You can go to instagram.com forward slash Linda P. Jones and get your wealth tips twice a day. And if you haven't yet picked up my book, all of my wealth building ideas, which apply to men as well as women, are in my book that just came out, You're Already a Wealth Heiress, Now Think and Act Like One, Six Practical Steps to Make It a Reality Now. We go from mindset to very practical things with debt, how to invest, 
every financial question pretty much that you could ask, I've answered in my book. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.